Earlier this week, I talked with Joe Ullman and Sam Larson, the Bass Champions of the first-ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. Today, it's the Walleye Champs. Brian Martinka and Dan Fuller are next. If I had a bar for every time my line got stopped, well, then I'd probably have enough for a brand-new pickup truck. Paul Bunyan. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle, celebrating our 30th year. Well, we got another couple champions on the show today. The uh, championship team from the Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament Walleye Division. And we have Brian Martik and Dan Fuller joining us. Guys, congratulations. Thank you, Kev. Appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show today as well. Um, let's uh, let's just get a little background on both of you. Let's start with you, Brian. What's what's your story uh, and uh, and how long you've been fishing? Well, I've been fishing since I was a little kid, but uh, the, this was the first tournament I fished in, and uh, that was just because I was fishing with Dan. He, we uh, talked about it and hadn't been in the boat in many years together, and so we just, just decided to... Uh, he decided to take me on for the weekend, and it was a lot of fun. Dan, what's your story? Like I said, grew up uh, born and raised out by Lake Andruja and was fishing from as far back as I can remember. Uh, very fortunate to grow up with a family that liked fishing, was involved in fishing, and also had family friends that took me fishing. So um, fished the Cass Lake chain and a few small lakes around home. Uh, when we could bike to little lagunas and resorts and fish off docks. And then from there, it, uh, it never really slowed down. Um, put more hours on my dad's boat than I think he has over the past uh, 15 years until I was able to <laughs> buy my own. And uh, I never heard a complaint about it, so I was very fortunate. That is pretty cool, and, and of course, the living in this area is really cool if you're into fishing at all. Interesting, Brian, I didn't realize you'd never been in a tournament before. Dan, what about you? Had you been in a tournament before? I've, I've been in quite a few over the years. Yeah, both musky bass and walleye um, I've competed in, in several over the years, and it was kind of a the fishing tournament stuff, for me anyway, uh, kind of evolved after high school when... I was done playing competitive sports, played hockey. Brian and I played together. I missed the competition and liked fishing, so it was a wonderful fit to get into competitive fishing. Well, Brian, what did you think of your uh, first uh, tournament experience? Well, I kind of spoiled no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. To, and I, like I said, I haven't done anything competitive in a while like that either, and it was 
it was a real learning experience for me uh, fishing with Dan, and uh, we we had a lot of fun last weekend. It was uh, it was uh, <laughs> I caught a lot more fish than I usually do. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 pretty good. Um, uh, and I found this one part of it interesting, and I'll try to coax a few more details out of you later. But um, what I noticed was you didn't move much on on day three. Uh, you, you can I, I think that I'm just curious. Was the were the fish still biting, just not getting any bigger ones, or uh, or what was going on there on Sunday? It was a it was a combination of both. Actually, we we caught a couple of fish on Sunday, um, and then we also didn't fish very clean. And by that, I mean we we boogered up a couple bites. We lost a uh, a couple real good fish that we had pinned, and they just came unpinned on the way up. Um, of course, I don't know what they are. Every fisherman can speculate, you know, when you lose a good fish. But we had, what we ran into were very, very short windows where these fish would bite. So you could hover over them, hover over them, fish them, bounce back and forth in a couple little spots. And we might get a 20-minute opening where we might catch three or four fish. And then it would shut down for a couple hours. So we kind of, after, you know, on day three, we actually felt pretty confident. We knew when those windows were going to approximately occur and we got bites um we watched a couple other fish get caught in those those times and we just did not capitalize lucky enough we had uh, the fish we needed which we didn't think we had going into day three so we got lucky 135 inches and five fish though that's that's a pretty good average size for our neck of the woods wonderful uh going in i told brian i i set our goal at 140 inches i thought um with the ability for some of these guys, um, well, for everyone, but for some guys that are really in tune with the night trolling bites on some of these lakes, I thought the 28-inch average was going to be what it took. But uh, looking through the pictures and the posts on the Fish Donkey app we used, I did not see very many night bite pictures. So that really surprised me. And that's that, uh, you know, in years to come, if the weather's different or uh, a little different timing, I think that's going to be a big factor you guys had the opportunity to fish from 7 a.m friday morning till three o'clock sunday how many hours approximately uh through the course of the weekend did you actually fish oh boy <laughs> i'd have to think about that started at well we were at the access at about six thirty friday morning got the boat in um, i told brian we were only going to fish till two o'clock no matter what happened on the first lake we were at because i wanted to get home get some food, get a nap, and get ready to go. We hit the second lake, I believe, Brian, about 6, and yeah. fished till about 11.30 or midnight, uh, and then came home, uh, hit the lake the next morning, probably spent 12 hours. I would, I would guess 12 hours average, so about 36. That's a lot of hours of fishing. Oh, we were whooped, whooped, <laughs> sunburnt and dehydrated and whooped by the time it was over. Dan Fuller and Brian Martinka are the walleye champions of the first ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. We'll continue talking about the tournament and their victory next. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle.
Welcome back to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Dan Fuller and Brian Martinka are the walleye champs of the first ever Lucas Village Foods United Way fishing tournament. They reeled in 135 inches this past weekend. This question is probably more for Dan, uh, Brian, since you actually haven't fished in, a, in another tournament before. But, Dan, the app-based tournament, the multiple lake options, the multiple day options, what did you think of that style of tournament? I really like it. Um, and in talking to other people uh, about the fish outs in the current COVID situation we're in, um, some people put up a little gripe about it at the beginning of the year. It was new, something different. Um, but turns out, you know, it's kind of like the AIM series uh, that Denny Cox runs with all the catch photo release. They do it where you write it down on, a, on an actual piece of paper and bring it in with your uh, chip from your camera with this. I think this just streamlines the process. Um, it's instant feedback. I really like that. You know when you enter a fish, you can look immediately that it's updated and it's loaded there if you have the cell service. And, you know, opening up all the counties that we were able to fish, I don't even know how many lakes were available. Somebody knows that number, but it's a lot. It was uh, about, um, it was over 800. Yeah, that, that's crazy. And about... <laughs> 799 of them are good fishing lakes. So, uh, you know, in the bass division, walleye division, I thought that was good. And I also think, um, in talking to a few people, that the tournament or the, the contest could be expanded pretty easily if they open up to, uh, say, a panfish division or a northern division or a kids division as well. And I think this thing could really, really take off in years to come. I thought from, from my perspective on the media side, and, you know, I've done the uh, Knights Columbus Walleye Classic for the last several years. I just thought this was a really cool way of doing it. It was very entertaining to follow. And, uh, Brian, uh, you've competed in other sports. Uh, Dan knows this, but uh, until the apps were available, competitive fishing was the only sport where you didn't know the score as you were competing. So that's Right. <laughs> well... Uh, I turned off my uh, notification of the donkey on the first day, and I was we were pretty glad that uh, I didn't go off there at about two o'clock on on Sunday because we would have been we were sitting there waiting for that baby to go off, and it, it never did, and we were pretty happy about that. So, I think that adds a different element, though, don't you think, Dan? Uh, of being able to kind of keep tabs of where you're at and knowing that. You know, you you might have to do something dramatic late. Uh, in the past, you wouldn't have known that. Right. I mean, you always go out and fish your best stuff and and, and do your best, uh, fish hard. But you're absolutely right. Ninety-some uh, percent of the tournaments that I've fished, you've had no idea until you get to the scale. Um, so there was, an, there was an element of suspense, which is fun, and bringing fish to the scale is fun, but this, this changes your mindset, and it can change your strategy uh, when you know, for instance, if you're lagging behind a bit, you need to pick things up. If you know you need to change up what you're doing, if you know other people um, and you've discussed it with them, what they're doing, and you're seeing that they're catching bigger fish, maybe, you know, look at a different tactic, look at a different lake. Um, really, it's, you're on the, you're on the uh, technology um basing your fishing around of course what you're comfortable with but then what everyone else is doing because if if there's big fish going on the board 
course, if you're competitive, you want to be one of the people entering them as they're coming in. So it, it's very, very different, but very fun. Why did you go walleye instead of bass? Um, Brian and I talked about it, and, you know, that's actually what Brian and I, back in the days of uh, fishing out of a Grumman sport canoe or a paddle boat, whatever we did, we used to bass fish all the time, so he was excited about it. He actually called and said, you want to get back to our roots and go do some bass fishing? And I right away told him, I said, Brian, I don't know how we could compete not being everyday bass anglers. And I said, somebody's going to get 100 inches. Well, turns out there were three people that got <laughs> over 100 inches and another handful that were in the high 90s. So that, I mean, those guys are blowing it out of the water. Um, I I don't know how we could have, um, just not knowing a lot of the lakes. And I, I really don't know the uh, local bass tactics um, to get those big fish. That was very difficult. All right, guys, uh, the tournament's over. I don't know how willing to be open you are about this, but uh, what can you tell me about where you were fishing and what you were using to make it happen? Well, we fished uh, We fished on two different lakes, like I mentioned before. Um, we chose big lakes with deep basins and deep water opportunities to fish. Uh, that would be probably my strength, if I have one as a fisherman, would be the bigger lakes with deep basins and deep structure. And the only way that we put a walleye that we measured or that counted for us in the boat was fishing a standard live bait rig with a big uh, red tail or creek chub. And I think, you know, looking at the top five, six, seven, I'm guessing if you ask them the same question uh, about how they caught them, the live bait rig with the big minnow was probably at the top of the board. Okay. You know, there's there's different lakes you can choose, but obviously, you know, we all know there's certain lakes that have bigger walleyes than others. And, and obviously, people like you guys that, that do a lot of fishing know that. I'm assuming that's just where you went first. Correct. Yeah. I went with I went with a place that knew had big walleyes and a place I'm confident and comfortable in. I didn't want to um, head off to a place I knew had big walleyes that I didn't have a lot of experience with and kind of flounder around that first day. I wanted to build something. I should say we. Um, uh, we <laughs> wanted to build a, at least a, a competitive bag that first day, and we were successful at it, so very happy. But, yes, it's, you know, we did a lot of driving between the two lakes that uh, we fished. We burned up a lot of gas in the pickup, um, bouncing back and forth, so goes to show how uh, widespread it could be if we could accommodate more people doing this and uh, if you're willing to put the miles and the hours in there's opportunities from end to end on these three counties that we got to fish so Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Dan Fuller and Brian Martinka are the walleye champs of the first ever Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. There were over 800 lakes you were able to fish on through the three counties. I don't think it's going to be revealed, uh, you know, how many different lakes and who was on the lakes. And you're not telling me. But I will ask this. Did you happen, uh, Brian, to run into anybody else in the tournament that you're aware of on the lakes you were fishing? Oh, we didn't run into them, but we were pretty close to a few of them. Okay. So, so there, so there was more than than one of the tournament anglers on the lakes you were on. Yep. I mean, we saw you know five, six boats probably that we knew. Um, of course, Dan 
fishes with these guys a lot in a lot of tournaments. So um, we, we really didn't have any problems with anybody bugging each other, though. Um, and, that uh, yeah, we saw, you know, half a dozen boats there most of the time that were in the tournament with us. So, um, but uh, nobody really knew that. Uh, Dan was leading because it was my name on the scoreboard, so that kind of worked out good. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I think is really cool about this is, in addition to all the figuring you always have to do in a tournament, finding the biggest fish and, and where would they be in this, you also have to determine what lakes you're going to fish. In other words, you're not trying to find the five biggest walleyes you can find on Lake Bemidji from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, you get to choose what lake you go to and that's that's a that's a neat wrinkle yeah it, it makes it a lot of fun and um given you know the little bit of the backstory of being comfortable on the the bigger bodies of water you know i was able to narrow it down in 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 my mind uh, once i heard about this very quickly to the handful of lakes that i would choose and then it's a matter of just putting together a strategy and how you manage your time after that but, uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, especially in the bass division, there's probably some guys there that have their little honey holes that I'm guessing maybe didn't even see another tournament boat. If they did, maybe it was just only one. But I, uh, I think the walleye division was a different story because, you know, a lot of people just like myself have the history on a few of these lakes and, and know where the go-tos are. You know, Bemidji, for instance, is a wonderful, wonderful walleye fishery it's exceptional um to go out there in three days and think you're going to be able to consistently get you know say the 327 inch fish that it took i know i i wouldn't count on myself doing it um and if there's somebody that knows please call me i'd like to know how (laughs) but you can't take that away from the fishery right so there's there's many many options and and yeah it just boils down to keying in on where our best chances were when we had our bait in the water to get that big bite. I think that uh, from a bass fishing standpoint, it might even be more difficult because, you know, in general, as as many great walleye lakes as we have in these three counties, and we got a ton of them, there's probably three times more that have bass in them. Right. Oh, I'd love yeah. to know. I actually got to talk with... Uh, Andy Anderson last night and congratulated him. I think they ended up in eighth place or so in the bass division. And and he was telling me they bounced around a bit. But, you know, he could start naming lakes, Kev, that he's familiar with and and has been fishing for 40-plus years. I don't even know where they're at. (laughs) Um, And he's talking about, you know, this lake can put out this, and on a good day we can get this. I'm shaking my head. There's so many, so many good options, and it's, it's obviously shown that uh, it well, proved to me, and it's the bass guys knew it, but this area is far better for bass fishing than I had given it credit for. For certain. Well, Brian, uh, y- your first tournament experience, will there be a second? Well, it depends. The guy wants to quit on top, but uh, <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a feeling Dan's going to make me work a little harder next year if I want to go with him again, but... Uh, <laughs> We sure had a lot of fun, and uh, like I said, our main goal was to uh, get in the boat together, and, um, you know, my confidence in Dan was high. We we get to fish together a couple times a summer. Um, we try to get the kids together. We did that earlier this year. That was a lot of fun. 
Uh, we went, but typically when we're doing that, we're just going to try to get the kids some fish and throw them in the lake and have a good time. And it was fun being on the competitive side with them. And, uh, I'm sure we'll uh, hit her again next year at this one, uh, and, uh, see what happens. So. And it sounds like Dan is a veteran, uh, tournament angler as you, you, you like the way things, uh, things ran this year. You like the, the format and everything. Yeah, I really do. I really do like the way it was run. You know, probably the biggest thing I miss from any of the tournament fishing this year, though, is the camaraderie kept mm-hmm. getting together the night before with everyone, have a have a drink and listen to the rules meeting and get together for a weigh-in or a check-in at the end of the day. That's, I'd say that's probably the biggest piece missing for me. But other than that, I really enjoy it. Um, I agree with you on that. I think that, uh, and I think that, you know, whether it's a golf tournament or a fishing tournament or, uh, you know, weekend softball tournaments, whatever it might be, whatever your competitive thing is, that is part of it that none of us have had this year. Uh, and I, I, you know, as we talked about it as, as a committee, one of the things we said, wouldn't it be cool, you know, in the future to do this, but then have some sort of a wrap up celebration, pass out the trophies, hand, you know, pictures with the big checks, that type of thing. Uh, you know, on Sunday afternoon, and I, I'm hoping we're able to do that in the future. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I'm sure. I'm <laughs> confident that eventually things will um, get a little more close to what we knew as normal, and we'll get the people together. Because there's, you know, if there were, I don't even know the number of teams, 62, so we got a, you know, over 120 people. I'm sure all of them would probably tell you they would like to get together and shoot the breeze with people and ask how things went and just get a general feel for everybody's uh, thoughts on the tournament. That's also where a lot of the good feedback comes from for people like you that are tournament directors or work um, closely with the tournaments is hearing from the fishermen directly after any event. Um, so it's, it's kind of an opportunity missed there, not to say there are any problems to fix. It's just an opportunity missed, I guess, in my in my mind. Well, and, yeah, and we, we talk about that, and we want to, you know, they, they, we definitely want to do that for a number of, of reasons, um, not the least of which is just that camaraderie. So, like you say, hopefully by next year, life is closer to normal, and, and we can make make that aspect part of it, too. So, Well, Brian Martinka and Dan Fuller, you are the champions of the first ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament Walleye Division. Congratulations once again, and thanks for taking time with us today. Thanks, Kev. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, and thanks. Uh, United Way it was a lot of fun. Today is typically Lake of the Week day, but we have run out of time, so we'll have our Lake of the Week tomorrow, along with Bob Jensen of Fishing the Midwest, as he helps you get ready for the weekend. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for being here. F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan Country.